What's up, folks? Welcome to Content Cube episode 33. Uh, you know, we, you may have noticed we've missed a week, and that's because we didn't. Uh, the thing just died. <laughs> we lost the episode. Uh, 33A is gone. We're on the we're on the B side of episode 33. Um, I'm Brian Woods. I'm Jake Mosier. <clears throat> I am a very apologetic Zach Holenstein. Zach, <laughs> it's not your fault that you're laptop seemingly just completely locked up and died and then GarageBand didn't save any of the files. It's James Apple. And the best part about James Apple not being real, right? Being a fictional entity is that I can publicly say I'm going to fucking kill James Apple for what he did <laughs> to episode 33 of Content Cube. It was his shitty computers that he that he invented with his bare hands that led to us losing our first John Romer guest episode, our first double uh, podcast, our first double movie up. I watched two movies. We watched two movies, and <laughs> we honestly, watched two films for the episode, and we were over an hour into the episode, and then my computer just locked up, froze up, everything froze. It wasn't like just an app not responding, like GarageBand crashed. Everything on my computer froze. You couldn't move the mouse cursor. It was just locked in like that. Uh, and so rendering my, my audio, uh, it, it disappeared when I opened it back up. Rendering everyone else's audio obsolete without my killer commentary to fill in the gaps. Um, <laughs> I, so When I do eventually hit the go button on the Patreon, which I have made, and I think it's just been sitting there for months, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put up the three forbidden episodes that are just fucked. Like there's the, <laughs> uh, there's the Francisco <laughs> guest episode where a metronome was going the entire time. There's uh, there's another episode, I think. I think we've lost three. Oh, there's the episode that's just gone. And there's just the last 15 minutes of like our our uh, our best of the year thing, right? Remember that? Yeah. That one hurt R. the R. most. That one hurt the most. And that then there's was... going to be the episode where we're all talking to Invisible Zach. <laughs> you can. <laughs> I can like, I can listen. I can probably listen to the audio, your guys' audio put together. And then I'll just naturally respond how I would feel like responding in oh. those times. And then it might fill in the gaps well enough. That would be a nice little art experiment, I think. Uh, this week, <laughs> there is no movie. There, there, is no, there is no group. You know, I say we talk about Inception and Paprika just a little bit. What did you guys think? Let, let's, let's just talk about them slightly. Uh, you know, I don't even remember what I think. Uh, uh, you like the music in Paprika. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah, Paprika... <laughs> fill in the gaps again um we watched paprika and inception because we watched both of them one being a like 2006 anime movie about going into people's dreams uh and one a christopher christopher nolan movie obviously inception you know which is about the dream thievery uh or dream idea planting whatever you want to call it uh you know and um yeah i like both uh inception banger paprika chaotic as hell uh less of a banger really really visually pleasing and uh it, it was actually so chaotic that i think i uh, enjoyed it more once i stopped trying to follow the plot but uh yeah that was I, overall yeah liked them both love inception though i think my favorite part of our conversation we had that disappeared was when brian says i had this idea to talk about these two movies yeah, they're not that similar. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> they're not that similar. Outside of, like, 
Because, I mean, the thing that makes them not similar to me is just, like, Inception is a movie that's technically about dreams, and it doesn't really ever use it, because whenever they're in a dream, it's just a car chase. Um, but Paprika, it's like a fucking nightmare. You're, you're seeing shit, that music's crazy, the parade, I'm like, that's dreamlike, like, that's neat to look at. Inception never really does anything super dreamlike, I guess. And I guess that's where I, I, I remembered it being uh, slightly different. I, I Like, I thought... That scene with him and uh, with Leo and Alan Page, uh, you know, touching the glass, you know, breaking streets and building bridges. I thought that was the whole movie, but no, that's just like that five minute scene. And then the rest of it's car chases. And yeah. On, just, yeah. And in some way, that is kind of the point, I guess. Retroactively, you could say that's the point. Because when his wife is trying to convince him that he is in a dream, right? She's like, isn't it weird how the stuff you do in real life is identical to the stuff you do in the dream? And I'm like, yeah, I guess, like, I guess it is. Because I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, you're right. He does just do car chases in real life, too. He just has chase scenes in real life, too. It's the same shit. And maybe that's the point, but I don't think they're super comparable. I mean, they are both movies about going into people's dreams and altering their minds through technology. Uh, but their utilization and just type of thing they got going on is very different. Yeah, they're on two totally different uh, opposite ends of the dream spectrum. Inception is very in the the grounded real-life dream, and Paprika said we're going to do everything we can to I- express how wild dreams can be. Um, yeah, and I think, I think that is something I never thought about when I watched Inception previously is the 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 lack of bizarreness Christopher Nolan chooses yeah. to use. I mean, the the craziest thing he does is throw some water in a building when we watch uh, good old Leo fall into a bathtub. Yeah. Part's pretty dope, though. It is it cool. Is it's dope. cool. Like, if the whole movie was like that, I'd be like, that is cool as heck. But then, like, Tom Hardy, he makes a grenade launcher. I'm like, why weren't we doing cool shit like this the whole movie? And why do we never do it again? I don't know. Cinema Sins meter one plot hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like the dream stuff was underutilized, but I mean, it's still a good movie. I like Inception. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, I like Paprika too. Good movie. Which movie? Which one is the better music, Zach? I know you want to say Hans Ooh. Zimmer, but the that stuff parade. in Paprika. Dude, the opening song too. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, fuck it. I'll go Paprika. That's uh, I agree. I mean, having said that, that the music at the end of Inception, I believe it's called Time. The track Time. Yes. Chills. I get chills from from it. Yeah. It's when hot or uh, when Cobb goes home. That yeah, one. It is yeah, when he sees his kids song. again. Jake. But parade, parade on Paprika. Track one on the soundtrack on Spotify. It's really haunting <laughs> it's in my cinematic music playlist so you know i'm not fucking around jake what do you think about the music uh i think the music in paprika is very good i i'm kind of a kind of a slut for Hans zimmer so i yeah. think i'd <laughs> i think i'd have to uh give it to him um i'm quite upset he's not scoring tenet i looked up Sweet. why he's not and it's because he's scoring dune and apparently yeah. he was obsessed with dune as a kid with the book and he's like in the interview, he was like, "Me, me, and Chris, we're good. No, like, no relationship issues. We're still best friends. No worries there. He wasn't hurt at all that I didn't choose his movie. 
So I thought that was funny. But yeah, I I like I like Paprika. The parade music does go hard. It does in fact slap, but I like the big noises in yeah. Inception. Yeah, man. So. Inception does get pretty fucking loud. Especially at the beginning. Home with the... theater setup. You know, I got that oh, I got man. that I got that can I got that remote on me. It's got it got that thing <laughs> on my strapped to my thigh, you know what I mean? I'm pulling it before out. Before we uh before we leave Inception and Paprika, I just I want to point out that we were discussing the, the the origin of this was like okay, Inception copied some scenes from from Paprika and there's yes. a similar concept at its center, and I know it's redundant to you guys because I've already said it to you guys twice, but I guess it's all been erased from the public eye in in <laughs> hindsight. But Nightmare on Elm Street, those movies in the '80s did all that first, uh, so you know. I guess if we really want to get to the bottom of it, Wes Craven is the true genius that we've all been yearning for. Uh, Satoshi so. Kon, you son of a bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the hotel scene is kind of pulled from Paprika. I wish Inception would have completely ripped off the parade scene. Yeah. And just had fucking wild shit going through i'll see a guy uh, trying to do a duramaka guy trying to do a cell phone <laughs> hell yeah dude yeah <laughs> dude it's a showtime and they all fucking jump off the building that shit's dope as hell remember imagine that holy shit <laughs> imagine if instead of uh leo and ellen page almost getting hit by a train a giant parade just comes down the street that would be infinitely cooler in my opinion that'd be that'd be infinitely man I kind of want to rewatch Paprika just because, like, some of those scenes. I mean, I don't think as a movie it's like entirely coherent or like incredible. I'd probably it is not coherent. I'm not surprised when people say it's Satoshi Kon's weakest work. Um, but man, some of those scenes are so good, dude. When that guy, when the doctor is like talking and it's just like word salad, and then he dives through the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he snapped. He snapped. He snapped with this one, Chief. And then they hit us with the he lived. I thought that was a straight up suicide. Yeah, he landed like, he landed in the yeah. tree. But um but yeah, I think they're both good movies. Um John Romer, uh he wanted he he forgot to do this last episode, so it doesn't matter, but I'll carry on the will for him. Uh, he just left my house actually. Uh, he's going back to St. Louis. Um Zach, how's Dune going? It's taking you a while, bud. Thought you were reading this seven months ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I just started it. Uh I'm like five chapters in. Uh, interesting stuff. Um, it's hard to have an opinion on a book five chapter, like you know, fucking sixty pages into a eight hundred page book or whatever. Are you, you are know. you using the appendix in the back? I didn't know about it till John told me about it the other day. And we're you apparently got it. It's so. like an ARG. You got to play it. You know, <laughs> you know, it's I'm, just part of the experience. I might, I might just have to read a few chapters after this this uh, this podcast recording to feel productive with my day. Uh, I don't yeah. believe John liked it. I think he said it's uh, bad. Um, <laughs> I don't think John he, Romer liked it much. What did he say, Jake? He was pretty he harsh. Was, he goes, it's it's written pretty fucking terribly. I believe. Yeah, was, I think I was drunk when he was talking night. about this. So. <laughs> it was very confusing because he asked very excitedly. He's like, Zach, Zach, you're reading Dune, right? And Zach was like, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I, I, I finished it. And yeah, it, it reads like a piece of shit. It's, like it's written horribly. I was like, oh. I was like, but did you like it? He's like, yeah, like the lore is cool, but yeah, it was horrible to read. I mean, just a slog. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> is the movie one uh, movie or is it multiple? It's going to be two movies at least. Um, okay. I mean, I'm assuming the, the two movies are that they're making 
are based off the first book. And I have a very vague understanding of how this series works, but I think there's like a main trilogy. And then not really spinoffs, but I guess some less necessary sequels, I guess you could call them. Kind of like Disney's own little sequel trilogy for Star Wars, probably. Lion King you one know, and a half. Ri- you know. Right. So it's like fills in by, the gaps, uh, you know, it fills in the gap. My it, it was written by like his son, so it's not written by the main guy. So but oh, it's also not like some random guy either. It's just like his son who apparently is not as good of a writer or whatever. According to my brother in law who read all of them. So I'm I just say maybe John that. would feel differently if it's different written by someone else. My brother compared it to Ender's Game in that, like, the first book is acclaimed and loved. I was about to bring it after, up. Everything afterwards is kind of meh. Dude, I remember going on the Ender's Game fucking Wikipedia page and look at the sequels. There's, like, 30. There's, like, 30 <laughs> Ender's Game sequels, and one of them is, like, they meet the bug in a dream, and it's, like, a fantasy world or some shit. Absolutely insane. Unhinged stuff. Learn more about Bean. You know, it's just fucking. Have you guys read read Ender's Game? No, no. I read it. I know what it's about though. And then I looked at the lore, and I'm like, "There's 30 books, and they're still coming out." It's <laughs> like, oh, here's a prequel trilogy about how his parents met. Are you fucking kidding me? What could happen? What could happen? <laughs> I was having this conversation with someone about because I I prefer to read one-off books because. Books for me just take more time for me to consume, and I I prefer people write one-offs, except I think if you build out a world with a ton of lore, I understand and respect your decision to stay in that, honestly, for as long as you want, because you spend so much time building all of that out that it would suck, especially for, I mean, Ender's Game, maybe not so, but like Dune, from what I understand, is this huge, sprawling thing with so many groups and... Uh, so much lore to write that for one book and then just abandon it would kind of be exhausting. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me, you know, John's not here to talk about it, but full metal, like full metal alchemist brotherhood has that constraint where they do build out this insane lore for like this, this just like 60 episode show. And then like, she's refused to write anything since she hasn't even written anything original since she's like, I think she adapts like novels into manga now, but it's just like the constraint to like build that lore and then not touch it again. I find very frustrating, but powerful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I want to see more of it, but you know, what a flex. It's a huge flex. I mean, Zach, are you uh, prepared to finish Dune so you can pay $50 to watch it on addition to your $15 subscription to HBO max? In December. Yep. Is that what they're doing? Is that what they're doing? <laughs> no, okay. it was more of, of a uh, not, reference no. to Mulan. <laughs> okay. Um, breaking news, just real quick. And I don't, I don't know if any of us have anything to say about this. Halo Infinite delayed to 2021. No. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> You're. Where did you? See... Oh my god. From the Halo was... Twitter account. Remember when they said, uh, were. <laughs> Oh my god, remember when Xbox was like, hey, we're, the system will come out, and some software is going to be delayed, but we will have Halo Infinite by the fall. Yeah. And then, okay, so I don't know if we ever talked, we might have talked about this with Chris, I can't remember. I think we talked about, did you think this game looked bad, Brian, graphically, or gameplay-wise? Um, I think the guy, I, I don't, I'm not a big Halo guy, and the game looked kind of ass. Um... <laughs> Uh, but you know, it's like, I mean, I, I wasn't expecting a delay. I thought they'd just tough it out. 
Yeah, I when I watched it, I was like, this looks like when I played Halo Reach on Xbox 360 with my friends, which was fun. But that would be like, I mean, one of my uh, favorite games as a kid, Sly Cooper. That would be like if PlayStation said, hey, we're making Sly Cooper 5. And I was like, oh, this looks like Sly Cooper 2, which I mean, kind of cool, but also that's like... 20 years old yeah i don't i don't want that old shit anymore wow i'm okay i'm kind of shocked yeah i was not expecting it uh i don't know what they have at launch anymore um nothing uh, and then i see idiots and I, I don't even know why i get angry about this this quote anymore but a delay they everyone always fucking drops that a delayed game is eventually good a bad game is bad forever shigeru miyamoto I am all for delaying games. Do it, whatever. It's just not true. It's just not true anymore. It's not. It's false. It's a false statement. I mean, Rainbow Six Siege came out and it was ass, and now it's like the, one of the biggest games ever. I just don't like the yeah. quote. It's not real. Yeah, it's not real anymore. No Man's Sky came out, actively just reviled. Sean yeah. Murray getting fucking airstrikes targeted at his house, <laughs> and now it's like a game. Everyone's like, "Wow, they did it. They wow." This game was bad, and that it was good. Disproving the give quote. You, I'm going to give you a short pitch on what happened with No Man's Sky. So, uh, at some Sony E3, they show off this game. Zach, imagine you are this lone explorer in space. There is an mm -hmm. infinite amount of planets to discover with uh, wildlife and animals you've never seen before. Huge dinosaurs. The game looks gorgeous. It is imagined that you explore this universe and you can meet up with friends. That is kind of the pitch they seem to be giving off. Game comes out. You can explore planets by yourself with the same two things to do. And the dinosaurs, God, they look like garbage. There's no people that you can't meet anyone. The <laughs> multiplayer was a lie. And they've added base build. And people love that game now. So I feel yeah. like, and you know, I, people came after me. Bryce, uh, John Messer, <laughs> they all came after me when I tweeted this last oh, time. No. And they said... They said, what about the legacy? What about the legacy? And I said, you know, No Man's Sky, the same thing I was just talking about. The, I mean, everyone remembers it as dope now. So if we yep. can stop throwing around the Shigeru Miyamoto quote, um, I would appreciate it, folks. Sorry, just had to go on that tangent. Pisses no, me off every time I see you're it. You're right. It's just, it's just complete horseshit. It makes me so even, fucking mad. Even like Bryce and John bringing up the point of legacy, its legacy is now as a game that has like improved this legacy yeah. isn't oh this game was bad it's like look at what you can do even if your game isn't great at the start yeah. it doesn't matter i mean you no one remembers that, turn it around no one remembers that rainbow six siege was ass you know no one remembers that no, now, now it's, it's like one of the biggest like shooters ever right now and it's been that way for six years because it's good now it's something just, i think is funny i got on twitter when you told me about the halo thing so uh xbox released the halo information nine minutes ago and then four minutes after that they released some newsletter about like confirming that xbox will launch in november with quote thousands of games spanning four generations oh oh that's nice that's yeah. kind of sweet <laughs> can i you go this is completely detached from video games but i had a zach i had a zach hohenstein moment uh oh. Uh, what kind of Game of Thrones ask? Except worse, infinitely worse than you recommending Game of Thrones to people. I uh, I read this on Twitter. Like after your, uh, we we all kind of hung out over the weekend. I left this. I watch, I read this on Twitter after you left. So there was this manga called Act Age, and I kind of read a little bit of it. I'm like, I don't really dig it, but I know this friend that really would. So I said, Hey, you should read this, and it was still going. He's like, Wow, I love this. This is incredible. Can't wait. Thanks for getting me onto this. 
And then, like, two days ago, the author got arrested for, like, groping a middle schooler. And it's been canceled. And I'm like, damn, dude. That's that's rough for everyone involved. Yeah. <laughs> There's really not a victor. In yeah, this because, I mean, he was the only author, so it's just canceled now. That You're never going to find out what happens in Act Age, you know? Hope the uh, victims, uh, you know, get get through that one. Um, they can't. Yeah. They Man. can't just give this guy some some you know some loose leaf paper and some crayons in pedophile prison. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I I was just shocked because it's very rare that you see someone arrested for those kind of stuff, you know. But yeah, this wasn't this wasn't true. this wasn't like allegations. Like there's footage of him being arrested. Like so. Well, usually yeah. you just get kind of like glad. you either yeah. get away with it or you just kind of get like. You, you commit suicide in yeah. a jail cell. Yeah. You, know, you don't. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> just wanted to drop that one. Uh, heart, hearts go out to the victims. I think there were multiple. Rough. Um, hope the author uh, rots in prison. Uh, and I hope the uh, I hope the artist. Uh, was, the artist and author were different people. It was her first um, official paid gig. Aww. It was her first paid job to, right, to draw this one. Uh, so I hope she finds some work. Uh, author, I hope you... Uh, it's a bad one to uh, do sex crimes. So I do hope you rot. Um, okay, what were we talking about? Sorry, I just remembered that. I'm like, man, now I feel like Zach recommending something to someone that turns out terrible. <laughs> that ends terribly. Um, we could talk about... Uh, so wait, what? Didn't you mention... Yeah, we, we, we got to see each other's faces in person this weekend. and We I, did showed off my impulse decision on my shoulder, my $150 impulse decision on my shoulder that I got. Uh, uh, please talk about it while Brian dies in the background. <laughs> Brian's coughing hard, guys. I choked on okay. water. Prayers out and to you, Brian. I choked on water. I just want to say the the listeners won't hear it because I'll be cutting that out of the mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes again. <laughs> Continue. Oh, man. <laughs> I was uh, I was hanging out with a friend a couple few days ago, and we didn't know what to do. And then she suggested I get a tattoo, and I was like hypothetically like being like I can I'd consider it, but I didn't really consider like I didn't really think I'd do it. And then my my sister found one that was Star Wars related that I thought was actually really cool. It's just like the moisture farm from Tatooine that like Luke walks out on and sees the binary sunset in New Hope. Uh, and I was like, fuck it, that's it. You know, that's, that's, that's what I want. And I didn't even, the funny part about it is I didn't even know that I could make a pun out of it until after I got the tattoo and my brother, my brother Ben saw it and said, Oh, it's a tattooine. And I was like, Oh my God, it's definitely how I'm introducing it now from, from here on out. Can we post a bit on my arm on the content cube Twitter? Sure. can make it the episode, make it it the episode uh, artwork, Brian. I will. I will. Now that you say it, Um, put your little faces in the binary sunset out there. (laughs) Zach, I know when people get tattoos, it often triggers them to want to get more. Do you nope. have a desire? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm quite satisfied with my one for now. It's on my left, uh, upper left bicep. Uh, you know, I mean, it hurt, but it wasn't like agonizing, I guess. I was excited for it to be over the whole time. <laughs> I was just amped thinking about not being in that current physical state. Um, but yeah, not too bad. They say it's gonna start scabbing up. It's already begun a bit. Rubbed a bit of lotion on it. Uh, yeah, Ryan, pretty gross. Pretty gross stuff going on with my skin over there. But uh, I think I'm at, overall I'm happy with my decision. 
That's good. Brian, you ever going to get a tattoo? Ever no, want one or no? I'm a coward. Uh, I'm afraid of commitment. <laughs> uh, I buy stickers and never put them on anything. Uh, in, in video games, I'll, I'll never use potions because I'll run out. Uh, I have all this paint in Final Fantasy XIV that can dye my clothing, and I've never used any of it. Uh, I don't like doing things that change forever, kind of. And I can't imagine myself ever altering my body in any way. I want to. I think it would be cool to get like a dope tattoo of like maybe my face. Um, but I just can't bring myself to alter my body. It's, it, one idea I had, you said a picture of your face. That was similar to one idea I had when we were discussing hypothetical tattoos I could get. Maybe I get a tattoo of myself getting a tattoo of myself getting a tattoo of myself getting a tattoo and see how far, how deep oh, that'd be dope uh, hell, this dude. tattoo artist could do. You know, The paprika of tattoos. Right. Yeah. That's exactly how I would, uh, it's, it's the tattoo within a tattoo within a tattoo. You know, and then if you mess, if you look into the fourth tattoo, you go into limbo. <laughs> I'll pull you out of there, Zach. Don't you worry. Thank you, Jake. So, Jake, would you get a tattoo? uh i have thought about it most likely if i got one i it would be in like memory of a past relative um but there there are a few a a few things i think i'm passionate about that i would consider but no i'm as brian similar to brian i am i am scared to put that there forever yeah um how does it feel zach does that fear go away or did you never have it? Yeah, I didn't really have the... Well, because I knew I really liked this one. Well, okay, here's... Since it's Star Wars, yeah, I'm committing to, like, okay, yeah, yeah. I got such a super nerdy tattoo on my, my you know, on my arm, permanent, whatever. I can live with that. Because, um, I yeah, whatever, I'm a nerd. And you know what? These days, it's cool to be a nerd. We don't get thrown into lockers for it anymore. Um, so that's that wasn't really uh, a fear uh, for me. But, you know... Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I like it a lot, but to be honest, I kind of forgot the question. Maybe there's a subliminal. <laughs> maybe there's a subliminal fear kind of trying to make its way out of me right now, but I'm gonna hold it back because you know what? I made my decision. I'm living with it. Oh yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hoorah! Um, it's great. Do you? So you finished Clone Wars, right? Yep, sure did. The Star Wars. Uh, how was? Oh it? yeah. Oh, now I remember what I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, the fear was that I got a Star Wars tattoo. It's like, what if Star Wars movies in the future and in content all get like super shitty, you know, like really shitty and like on a continual. And I just have this dumbass fucking Star Wars tattoo as, you know, I hate Star Wars more and more every year <laughs> of my, my life. Um, yeah, so that's the fear, I think, probably. Um, but A, hopefully that doesn't happen. Taika Waititi is pretty cool, so that that could be cool. Um, and B, even if it does, uh, since I got like a specific Star Wars thing, and not just like it just saying Star Wars on my fucking arm or like the Rebel Alliance logo or like a lightsaber or anything like generic like that, it, it can be like specific towards that movie, New Hope mm-hmm. specifically. So I'm like, okay, well they can't. George Lucas can't go back anymore. He doesn't own it anymore. He can't go back and change things anymore. Just- so I know I know what episode four New Hope is. It's not changing. But Disney Still, can. Just wait till just wait won't. till episode eleven comes out and it's like, did you know that Tatooine as a culture and a planet and this building specifically is racist? It's <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so gonna be like naming your kid Atticus Finch. <laughs> and he ends up being racist or yeah. Um when they release what a twist. Book. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. 
But yeah, uh, I mean, I think it's a safe bet. I don't think Tatooine will ever get ruined for you. Zach, yeah. what happens if in the next season of The Mandalorian, Baby Yoda nukes Tatooine? I mean, tell you what, to bring it back to our Mandalorian talks, Jon Favreau took a risk then. That would have been uh that would not be an easy <laughs> narrative decision to make and commit to. Uh, it would introduce a number of timeline flaws, possibly, but um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Either way, I this I can confirm that this exact moisture farm is there in episode nine because Ray Star Wars goes there and sleds down the hill. So I mean, I know I, I know it, it it survives the Baby Yoda nuking. Is Mandalorian two coming out? Yeah, is that I a think thing we're supposed that's to get happening? like a trailer this. Aren't we supposed to get like a trailer this month? I'm gonna look up if it's been filmed. Yeah, hopefully. Right. I mean, did, did I did I uh, talk about how I finished Clone Wars? You kind of went. I, I tried to bring it up it? and then you dropped it, but you should go back to it. Yeah, I finished Clone Wars. Uh, you know, all seven seasons. Ahsoka Tano uh, truly is that bitch. Um, so she deserves all the all the recognition she can get. I mean, besides Han Solo, I think she's my favorite Star Wars character. So that's pretty big, I guess. Um, considering that I like the series so much, I fucking tattooed it on my body forever. But yeah, um, yeah Clone Wars, dope. Uh, I think season five is my favorite season. But uh, the last arc of season seven is definitely the best arc. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty awesome. Darth Maul is pretty freaking cool. Uh, and to see connect with Revenge of the Sith a little bit was cool because I know it's Brian's favorite movie, uh, so that was nice. Yeah, uh, I recommend man, it. I probably only recommend. Uh, I probably would only recommend like the essential episodes, like playlists that Disney has, because there's definitely some filler arcs that you don't need. This was your passion of the Christ. I keep saying it. Like you, I'm like you know there are websites made to just tell you which episodes to watch. You're like no, I'm gonna watch the Jar Jar ones. I mean, I was too committed at that point. I can't watch one Jar Jar one and be like, I'll skip the rest and be like, I already committed by doing that, you know? Can't, I mean, like, then it's like, if I don't watch the rest of them, then I'll be like, what was the point of watching the first one? It was time wasted. Yeah. So I got to waste more time to justify the previous time wasted. And that's how it works. Mandalorian has wrapped filming and will be coming out in October, season two. All right, here's a question. Uh, Do we see his face again? Did we ever see it? We saw it in the finale. He, the droid took it off when he was getting treated for medical shit. I'm a look. I mean, I've seen his face because I know who the actor is. Uh, but I'll, I didn't. I'll I didn't know honest, we saw it in the show. I kind of need to. I think to keep Same. watching this show. I don't think I can continue to watch a show where the person says a few words an episode and I see no facial emotion ever. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna watch it anyway because I'm a sheep, but um, I'm a consumer at heart. Um, but yeah. I would like – ooh, excuse me. That was that Popeye's chicken sandwich burp coming up. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to – I would like to see his face more because that was honestly like my favorite scene in the whole season was just that one between him and the droid at the end. Yeah. Yeah. While we're on the uh, Disney Plus thing. Good Good work. Are, are we uh, – are any of you going to pay $30 in addition to the $7 you already pay? to watch Mulan on Disney Plus and to own oh, right, it until you... Right off the bat. Right off the bat, I don't pay those $7. My brother does. Uh, <laughs> so will he pay $30 and then I would watch it on that? Who's to say? Uh, hey, I y'all. Mean, he... 
Yeah. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. I wonder if we're supposed to keep talking while he's gone. I, you I guys know. want to take a break or what? I'll take a break. Okay. Sure, we can take a break. Um. All right. Mulan, the film. Yep. The the the, everyone's Mulan. Love it. I love the dragon. Sure, sure. He's not in the movie though. The new that's, one. That's that's rough. So what were we talking about? Thirty dollars. Love it. Need it. Want to go? <laughs> yeah. Uh. So I don't know. I mean, my siblings share the same Disney Plus that my older brother pays for. I don't know if they want to like, go in on it. And then, like, split it between, like, the five of us, I guess. Well, there's four of us. And then, I don't know if one of my brother or sister-in-law wants to pay. I don't know. Either way, if we are paying, like, $7 each to watch it one time, or I guess we own it, don't we, if we get it. Uh, yeah. It. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, own uh, it in quotes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Depending on how many people I'm splitting it with, I could do it. But, obviously, if I was one person, I would not even consider paying fucking $30 to watch it. I I think the thing I struggle with is I can't be upset for Disney for choosing to sell it on their platform because it's not like I really want Apple or Amazon to get the money because that's their alternate option is to put it on those services for $30 to rent. But I, I guess I struggle with them saying hey you also like you already need to pay the monthly subscription to have access to this and then also once you get it like we once you're done with disney plus you lose it i don't know i don't know how i feel about it how do you feel about it brian i feel bad about it um digital you know ownership is already pretty scuffed and not real um but it feels less real now that they say actually we will take it away from you if you aren't subbed oh god um so that's pretty terrible. Um, Zach, I'm surprised you have any desire to watch this movie at all. I didn't know but, there was any, like, I mean, I, I don't mean you're like, I don't mean you're like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs about it. I mean, I know you're <laughs> like, oh, I'll split it with my family. But the idea that anyone wants to see this is still weird to me. Like, I, didn't, I, thought I, it, I, I Honestly, I thought the trailers looked cool. And I, I mean, I'm pretty, uh, the past few Disney remakes have been whatever to me. This one, I like that they're, from what I've heard, basing this off the actual like Chinese like legend or whatever, and not just remaking their own animated movie with, you know, the songs and the talking dragon, which yeah. I think is a dope movie, but at least it seems like this one's they're not just doing a shot for shot remake like the fucking Lion King, John Favreau's risk taking bold brave <laughs> Lion King remake, you know. So how, yeah, um, how how much are you guys paying for Black Widow? Oh, I mean, that? Yeah, I would pay 30 Fuck yeah. 40 yeah. I mean, it's, again, it's hard to ratio. 50 When that, you're splitting between... How much... The more fun question is, how much would I pay personally? Let's do it like yeah. that. Because if yeah, I'm splitting with people, then I'm sure I could find like fucking 10 people to split Black Widow yeah. $50, you know? Um, how much would I pay personally to watch it? Well, okay. Well, first off... Um, you know, I would pay be paying ten dollars in a theater. Obviously, I'm not in a theater, but at the same time, there's the necessity that okay, it's a pandemic, so I I'd cancel that out. So yeah, I would at least pay ten, uh, and then out of desperation, I'd pay upwards probably of fifteen to even twenty maybe. I think to rent it, I'd be willing to pay fifteen to own it. Like if I got actual ownership, I would pay thirty dollars. If you're telling me day one I can see the movie and have it forever and not lose it, I would pay $30. But that's obviously not going to be a thing that happens. I. It seems weird 
I mean, not weird that they're doing it, but I don't know. It just, it's weird. I, I, I this is a nothing movie to me where I, I haven't yeah. even like felt any excitement about it. So it's just weird that it's coming out at all. I, I thought it already came out. Honestly, I have, I was, I thought the trailers looked fine, but I do remember right before everything hit the two movies that got uh, critic like previews and Twitter social media embargoes lifted was Mulan and uh, Quiet Place Part 2 and both seemed to preview pretty well which actually had me kind of excited people said the action was quite cool um, which I feel in those big epic type movies it tends to fail so that had me excited but if I don't have a large group to split this with I, I don't know if I will be watching it we will see yeah, I mean, I don't know if you could pay me to watch this movie. I mean, you could, but I, I don't. I don't think I would watch this movie for free. Is what I'm saying. I mean, that's whatever. It sounds negative, but I just don't. Um, it's weird. I don't know. It, I just didn't know anyone cared about this movie. I thought it came out. I genuinely thought it came out before I heard that it was coming out on Disney Plus. It'll be interesting to see how long then it takes them to move it from a thirty dollar fee to just being on Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean, they can do it whenever they want, right? I mean, it's not like a deal. It's completely in-house, yeah. right? So, that is do interesting. You think, do you think this is a test run for Black Widow? Yes, absolutely. I mean, they don't give a shit about Mulan. Uh, they do care about <laughs> Black Widow, though. Um, yeah. yeah. Are those uh, Marvel TV shows still supposed to come this year? I guess. That still Dude, I, Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't finish filming. I'm like, how'd that happen? Oh, I, thought, I mean, we got like... Damn. We got a trailer during the Super Bowl. Or a teaser during the Super Bowl or whatever, you know. That was a dope teaser, too. Oh, man, yeah. it got me amped. Uh, so let's keep on with Disney Plus, I guess, and then I can later segue into something else. Uh, during the break, I was in the restroom, um, and a promoted <laughs> tweet came across my my Twitter feed, as you do. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, because I fucking hadn't. And it's not even a trailer. Like, it's just a kind of like a motion graphic, but nothing moves. It's just kind of like going into focus. So I feel like the movie's not good because they aren't showing it to me. In 10 days, meet Ivan and his animal friends. Friends. Hashtag the one and only Ivan is streaming August 21st exclusively on Disney Plus at Ivan Movie. Sam Rockwell as Ivan. And he's a big fucking gorilla. Did you guys hear about this? (laughs) No. If you guys know about this, what the fuck is No. The one and only Ivan starring Sam Rockwell as the gorilla. I don't know what he is, and he's like kind of looking at me, kind of like the, the brute from Halo Infinite. Kind of looks like that. What the fuck is this? Oh. Oh. I don't know. In- interesting. I would assume this was always bound for Disney+. Plus. Um, I've never even heard of it. Hey, uh, I'm going to gorilla... I'll read you the plot synopsis. A gorilla named Ivan lives in a cage at the Exit 8 Big Top Mall and Video Arcade with an aging elephant named Stella and a dog named Bob, voiced by Danny DeVito. Uh, with no recollection of how they got there. They are owned by Mark, voiced by Brian Cranston, yep. the owner of the mall. When an abused baby elephant named Ruby shows up and is taken under Stella's trunk, Ivan starts to care for her as well, and along with the janitor's daughter, Julia, they help turn things around at the mall. So it's kind of like, I don't know, a bunch of animals chilling in a mall. 
I'm gonna play Wait, the trailer. Is this, is this animated or is this? No, it's uh, live action. It looks like it's mixed, right? Or Wait, this is live action. action? I yeah, yeah no, it said voiced by like Brian. Actual Brian Cranston. Yeah, it here. said voiced by Brian Cranston, but it's actually Brian Cranston. Oh my god. Oh no! Um. <laughs> I'm not just any gorilla. That was Sam Rockwell. The, did, did anyone fucking know this existed? Angelina no. Jolie, huh? They've been trying. They've hidden. They've hidden this under a rock. They did not Dude, want anyone to know about it. What the fuck is this? I just I'm scrolling through and I see this fucking uh that goddamn cereal with the gorilla. You know the peanut butter crunch gorilla thing. Yeah. See that guy staring at me. I'm like, what the? F-? Sam Rockwell the- as Ivan. This movie has to be the biggest piece of garbage if in, in a year where there's no new movies, I haven't heard anything about it. I'm not just any gorilla. You'll see. <laughs> oh, he's man. Ivan. He's the Ivan. Only. Sam Rockwell. At, what the fuck? My world is rocked. I'm glad. I'm glad my body <laughs> said, hey, Brian, you're going to shit your pants if you don't get up in three seconds. Because now I know about Ivan. Brian Cranston is here. This is good for Sam Rockwell. He really likes to play racist people. This is a good change. <laughs> this is just, good. Just good wait till him. you find out about what this girl has got. <laughs> Wild. They don't show me. They don't show me Ivan's lips moving. I, I need to know. I need to know if he talks or if it's just in his head. Whatever. Um. Hey, but speaking of weird things. Hey, you guys remember Baby Nut? Yeah. Baby Peanut. What yeah. if I told you he's 21 and looks like a rapist now? Is he growing? He's grown up five hours ago. I'm officially 21, my friends. Before you ask, yes, I was just a baby. What can I say? It's been a nutty year. Now someone get this peanut a beer. Ha- hashtag make my birthday nuts. Uh, he looks like uh, Brock Turner. <laughs> <laughs> why, would, why would this even be like a thing like that they... They do. Are they like See, doing is peanut thing like introducing a beer brand? I mean, no. Is... Do you? Well, he's twenty one now. He's got to get fucking trashed. And uh, yeah, no. Um, what the like? I remember Baby Not happened, and then they they had him like in the room, and you could like type to make him do stuff, and a bunch of people I'm pretty sure were pedophiles were like make him walk sexy, and then that <laughs> happened. I'm like, this is really fucking weird. Uh, and then My- he disappeared, and now he's back, and then he's twenty one now. Have you guys seen him? I'm looking it up. I my, think I saw your tweet about him, yeah. I, I did a retweet where it said, why aren't you wearing a mask? <laughs> He's <laughs> in a bar. My Twitter what's happening page is a living hell right now. So I have Planter's Baby Nut is 21 years old today. And then the thing above it says, Nickelback is up to something. It's just <laughs> not a good it day. Be? <laughs> hey, I'm dropping this in the host channel in the Discord. Uh, it's oh, You'll God. see Baby Nut. <laughs> He looks what like. What is wrong with him, <laughs> Zach? Yeah. I'll be he... honest. Baby Nut was kind of cute, but they put no effort into this piece of shit. Dude, this is weird because his voice is different. Because Baby Nut had the same. See, he's called Peanut Junior here, but Baby Nut is Mr. Peanut after the Kool Aid Man cried on his grave, as we know. He's the same guy. He has the same memories, and then he's a baby, but he has Mr. Peanut voice. And this guy sounds. Like a like a twenty one year old guy would, I guess. Okay, so with baby nuts growing up, Nickelback is up to something. Which one do you think is gonna be Biden's VP? Nickelback? 
Just want to say that we finished recording this episode around uh, 3.14, three minutes before Joe Biden said Kamala Harris was going to be his VP. So know that going forward. Baby uh, not. It's, it's, it's Peanut Jr. for sure. Um, I saw that it could have been Mayor Pete, and that would be really funny because he did promise that it would be a woman. And I think it would be pretty epic if uh, <laughs> it was just not. <laughs> but... uh. <laughs> I don't know, man. Is that supposed to happen soon? Is that announcement supposed to happen soon? I think so. I it I saw an article. It's like he's told two aides the person he's picking, so he's going to oh, announce it shit. soon. I saw another tweet that was, uh, it said, Halo Infinite's delayed because Master Chief is being Biden's VP. So who <laughs> knows? I mean, that's why I delayed the show. I was hoping to, get, I was hoping to cover it live. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine it if Content Q broke the news? <laughs> get this out immediately I Joe mean, we Biden's can break on. it right now we just would have to lie yeah it's Kamal Harris <laughs> there we go there it is I Zach have you seen baby have you seen have you seen peanut jr I'm sorry but I just want to confirm am I the only one that thinks he looks like a rapist no he he looks kind of rapey but he also looks like the the guy who didn't grow out of like what he dressed like in middle school. Yes, but a rapist. But he kept dressed. <laughs> <laughs> a real fucking creepy white frat guy. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't this really is... like him. I don't like this design. He, he also looks hat. like he does he the graffiti tilted hat. at night. On a peanut. This is pretty horrific. Um. Whatever. Oh, Sorry to talk about baby nut. I just saw him this morning and I couldn't get him out of my head. Um. What a fucking thing. I thought they'd drop it. Do you guys remember when, like, I don't think they ever showed the... They were thinking about doing the commercial, but I think they delayed it from the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Uh, it was... Uh, it was... um. The original thing was that he died, right? Yeah, that he... Maybe not died? He, he's, like, with friends hanging off a cliff, and he yeah. saves them, and he I mean, The original eyes. one was that they drove off a cliff... Um, yeah. And then they delayed the commercial because Kobe died. And I thought it was strange how their entire marketing thing was like based around nobody dying that week. I thought, cause they did delay that commercial for that reason. <laughs> that was, and then, yeah. And then I got surgery right after I saw that. And yeah, that was epic. Great week. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in the brain noggin. I was sitting in the surgery. I'm like, man, that's a weird commercial to do. Uh, man. How long Baby have we not. Baby, now how long we've we been recording? Uh, we're cooking. At, we're like an I'm hour over. Yeah, I mean, I was gone for about twenty minutes, so that's that's false time. Uh, I don't think you were gone that long. I think it was like ten. Time moves slower when you're uh, dying. Um, are we ready for recommendations? Do we want to talk about the Suicide Squad game, or we want to just right, right, recommend right Suicide Squad game? Zach, they're doing it. I'm the Joker, baby. Uh, the Batman people, Rocksteady, the people that made Arkham Knight, they're doing a Suicide Squad. My favorite, right? my favorite game that I haven't played yet. Yeah, well, you played Arkham Asylum, right? Yeah, I, I played uh, Asylum in City. Yeah. Yeah, those guys. Um, the promo they released was a, was a, it was a crosshair on Superman's head. Oh <gasps> shit! You're gonna kill Superman. We're gonna put a bullet in that bitch's skull. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited. Apparently, we're gonna kill all of the Justice League. Apparently, that is. The rumors is that this is going to be a live service game where you hunt down the Justice League. What the fuck? Yeah, and so 
that's what I want to get into is I think Rocksteady has been radio silent about their game for five years. Hasn't really dropped a hint. There's been leaks, and Suicide Squad was one of one of the things talked about. Uh, Superman game was another one of the things talked about. And we get just on a random morning a drop of a poster with the Superman cross bo- crosshair thing, and it says Suicide Squad, learn more at DC Fandom, which is an event that's happening August 22nd. And according to a bunch of industry people, this game is still pretty far out, which thinks makes me think all we're going to get is a cinematic trailer, which at this point, why are you telling us now then? I mean, like, if you still don't have anything yeah. to show, why are you showing us? And then the last rumor going around is that this is going to be a games-as-a-service game similar to Destiny Division and a game that I think looks like a piece of garbage, Avengers, which... If this game is going to be, which I imagine would have to be structured like the Avengers game is, I don't know. I'm worried. That's all I got to say. You excited for Avengers? I mean, I was out, and then I saw that I got exclusive skins for being a uh, Virgin. uh, A uh, a, um, Verizon, (laughs) sorry. Virgin Mobile uh, member. Uh, you're telling me I don't I don't get I don't get special skins for being a virgin. No, no, you have to be subscribed <laughs> to Virgin Mobile. I, I didn't even realize what was coming out of my mouth there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, when they announced Avengers, I didn't think it was going to be good, right? Because how could it be? Yeah. Um, and now it's like a live. It's a Destiny, and I thought that was weird. Um, are you going to get that game, Jake? Just to know? No. Um, I was reading pre. <laughs> no, not at all. No questions. Um, there was a small part of me. When they showed the trailer at, uh, I think it was 2019's E3 Square Enix thing, the story interests me. I think the idea of this big, huge event happening where Captain America dies and the Avengers are broken apart, I think the story idea sounds cool. But as I just, I read all the previews last week, which basically was split 50-50. It was either half the people were saying, this game is repetitive and boring and typical games of service bullshit. And then half the people were like, I love games as a service. I love the loop. And I like Destiny. I think Destiny is great because its gameplay is incredible. Its gunplay is tight. It's fun. I don't think a basically a beat-em-up is a game I want to play for more than like eight hours. So I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) What about you? I, uh, you know, I'm an idiot. I'm not very smart. I'm bad with money. Um, I might buy it just to see it because it sounds like such a um, unprecedented uh, disaster. It's been so long since we've gotten exclusive skins for like being a fucking based on our cell phone provider. This sounds <laughs> yeah. like a fucking mess. Like this sounds like I'm gonna boot it up. There's gonna be 500 microtransactions, and like I just need to see it. I need to see it to believe it. Um, so I will be p- purchasing the uh, complete edition, $100, um, <laughs> gold of fucking Avengers. You know, it's about Captain America being dead, right? How come I see his skins front and center? Well, Surely yeah, he's not. That's my favorite thing is everyone who's like, oh, yeah, he's dead, but they also spent three years developing like a whole character form in a move set and an upgrade tree. But yeah, he, they're going to kill him in an hour. They're gonna, that's he weird, dude. Him. That's crazy. Um, I didn't I'm even not know he was supposed to die. I assumed he was the main character from all these promos that I've seen. You'd think that. You'd think that. But apparently the story is Captain America died. How tragic. Dude, remember that one fucking... Uh, <laughs> it was a tweet, and it was up for like 20 minutes. This was like a month and a half ago, right? So just think about where we're at as a people. It was a fucking promo. You know, Captain America's dead. And it's like, uh, 
the Captain America fucking memorial is vandalized, but some brave, uh, some brave, um, fucking New York citizens uh, still pay respects to the fallen hero. And this is like peak statue controversy of the protests. It was down in 20 minutes. It was so good, dude. There was another one that was really rough. I don't remember who it was from, though, but that was, that was a top 10. It's like, pay respect to the statue. That That's was like funny. peak. That was like peak statue thing too. I it felt like it was intentional, but I feel like it couldn't have been. It just <laughs> seems like such a shit idea, but maybe. Back to the Suicide Squad game. The only thing that has me hope is that I, I've never played uh, the Tomb Raider games, which is what Crystal Dynamics was doing before. But I adore Rock City's games, and I think their combat system, if done effectively, could work in a group setting. I think it could work as a fun loop. Though I don't imagine, it's the same thing as, I think shooters are weird in that that loop works over a longer period of time. Because I can't imagine playing the combat from Batman for over 100 hours. Like, there's not really an upgrade thing going on there. You kind of do the same thing for the 15 to 20 hour game. I And maybe the character differentiation, if they have King Shark and Harley Quinn and you're doing melee combat and you're doing big big guy combat or dead shot and you have like a third person shooter-esque thing i don't know i i feel like it's it's just like the avengers game gonna be really fucking hard to pull off and it to be fun and to have a story that's good and a loop that sustains people over a long period of time but prove me wrong rocksteady i think this might be a anthem situation because it's from a developer that didn't do this kind of thing before anthem yeah. it's like oh we bioware makes story games right and then they do a live service game and it's unprecedented uh L for the live service game genre. Um, I can't see Rocksteady pulling it off. What do they do? They've never done a multiplayer thing at all. They've never, they've never done like a non, I don't know. I mean, the, I, I enjoyed playing like the challenge missions and stuff in Arkham Knight. I liked being a uh, red hood and shooting guys, even though that <laughs> I, I just liked playing as other characters. Like they're good at making multiple characters, but if this is just like a, if this is just Batman combat, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, not not I, super interested. It seems like a uh, a big leap from where they were before. If they're gonna both take on a live uh, games of service game and take on a new type of combat and take on uh, an upgrade and progression type system, which didn't really exist in the Batman games, it just seems it seems like a lot for them to be doing. But yeah, we'll see. I they're not gonna kill any of them, right? You're not like going to kill the Justice League in I that game. You're not going to do it. You're not going to kill a single fucking one. Um, a I'm lot saying of people, it right now. There's no way. A lot of people are thinking that whoever the big bad is will have like turned the Justice League evil, and then you will turn them back and get to play as some members of the yeah. Justice League. Uh, that crosshair, that's for my uh, turned good gun. I'm aiming at some <laughs> No, uh, this Got is this him. is a type of this will this will negate the uh, gray kryptonite or whatever the fucks in his brain. Um, yeah, there's no way you kill a single one because if there's one thing about comic books, it's that they love a shared universe, and I think DC. Shit, wait, DC's get Warner Games is getting sold off, right? Apparently not. <laughs> wait, what? Apparently that yeah, apparently <laughs> came out this week that they're no longer. They're like, we are confident in our studios. We are no okay. longer interested in selling them, which is wild to me i don't know it's because that would have been i don't know what they would have done with the online game what do you do with it if you sell the game midway into your 
Well, it would be a whole mess because Warner Games isn't uh, useful outside of its IP. Yeah. And it's unlikely you would get the IP besides like Mortal Kombat and all that stuff. Yeah, you get the like, NetherRealm stuff. You, you don't, yeah, but you know. Uh, yeah, so live service superhero games, uh, who knew? They saw the success that Spider-Man and Batman <laughs> had and they said, what if we made this a, um, a multiplayer game that you play forever? And yeah, um, so that's exciting stuff. Uh, man, I, still no price on the new consoles, huh? It's mind-boggling. And I think it really shouldn't be that surprising because we have Apple who announces a phone and it's price and it's out in like a month. I think it's just because of how consoles have always been that it's so weird to me that we're, what, three months out at this point probably from them coming out or less. And we know no date, no price, not really anything besides a few games and what the console looks like. Crazy. Zach, how much are you willing to pay? Oh, man. Well, I know I'm going to have to go back to... I mean, okay. You know what? Fuck it. It's a podcast. I don't really care what I say. I, I right now have like 1600 in my checking. Yeah. Uh, savings, I have somewhere around zero and so So you're buying both so you're buying both you're getting an xbox and a ps5 i mean you guys my my spending habits have been well documented i mean the tat the tattoo was fucking 150 dollars with the tip included hey that's Um, pretty that's not too bad that's not too expensive for that's still not a recommended expenditure in my current oh absolutely not absolutely not of course not i mean it was it was only two harry potter box sets worth oh god (laughs) Oh, yeah, I still have those, don't I? Um, yeah, man. The vinyl collection, the Blu-ray collection, you know, they always look great. Uh, but, you know, the checking account, it's not, uh, it's, not run, it's not run really well. So, realistically, I really shouldn't even consider buying a PS5, especially since I will not be able to rely on my parents for any of it since I kind of already got my Christmas present with this new laptop I'm recording this podcast on. Oh, you got a new one? one? Yeah, because my last one was a lame-o, uh, you know, that, that ruined our podcast, so it deserves to, to burn in computer hell. <laughs> what are you um, doing to it? Uh, I'm just giving it to my mother. Okay. So, I mean, she was going to get a laptop, and then we just decided she can have mine because, you know, she's not going to be podcasting much on it, so I doubt it's going <laughs> to fuck her over much. Um, so, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. It might be end up being a birthday next year type thing that a split yeah. cost with my parents, but definitely not going to get it when it comes out this winter. Do you have anything that plays 4K Blu-rays? No, so that's I'm kind of relying on the PS5 whenever I do that to yeah. start playing my 4K, like probably the 30 4K movies I have. You know, I buy them. They come with the Blu-ray, obviously, so I still watch them, but I just haven't been able to use the 4K disc or whatever. I've been yeah. anticipating my eventual access to a 4K player. Uh, so, I've ne- sorry, I've never taken my headphones off while recording. My computer sounds like a fucking jet engine. Dude, it's a nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's gonna freeze up. That's always the first sign. It's gonna freeze up and it's gonna it's gonna lock you out. It's loud. All right. I already used my get out of jail free card. You still have all of yours, so I mean, <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Uh, I don't remember what I. Uh, does, Jake, do you think you're getting it day one? Yeah. I, I will pre-order it. I've been saving with the intention to buy it. I'm too yeah. into, like, even even though, I guess I am excited for Miles Morales, even though, like, 
most of my friends will probably not buy it. I'm too into gaming and gaming culture to not be a part of the hype. And I've yeah. never actually... I got the PS4 uh, the Christmas, so I was like a month late on that. I got the Wii for Christmas, um, but this will be the first time I get a system like the week it comes out, or at least try to. I'm going to try to be on the pre-order train. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be there day one. Yeah, I will most likely acquire as well uh, my nice 1080p TV. Take I, I don't have I don't have a good TV, but you know recommendations. We feeling it. We feeling it. Yeah. We feeling it. Uh, I'll start. Um, I'm recommend an album or EP. I don't quite know what it is. Uh, it's by a Alabama rapper. I think she's 23 years old. Uh, Alabama. her name is Chica. The album is called Industry Games. Uh, it's seven songs. Every song is good. Uh, my brother showed me a song of hers, and she had a Tiny Desk concert with NPR. Uh, production's great. It's kind of, it's got some gospel tinge, um, but she does a couple slower songs, a couple more beat songs. It's really good. Chica Industry Games. Okay. Zachary? Uh, watch Fargo, guys. You know, the show. It's on Hulu. Keep hearing that. Keep hearing that. Um... Brian, I really don't see a scenario where you wouldn't enjoy it. You know, I feel like the more we podcast together and the more I hear your takes on things, the more I'm getting a little more tuned to what I can expect you would like and what you wouldn't like. Uh, and I could put Fargo in the I'm pretty confident he would like it category. Um, so, yeah, uh, Fargo is really funny. And definitely, it's definitely super accessible on Hulu. And season four starts in September, late September. So, yep, that would be my recommendation for sure. Watch that. I mean, it's okay. it's an anthology series, so I mean, it's really it's not it's not like one story you follow through the whole thing. So it's a lot of good change of pace, and you get a lot of different characters of like, uh, really just it's funny and still interesting the whole time from a drama perspective too. Okay, um, my suggestion is Final Fantasy fourteen. We love it. We all love it, folks. The MMO, <laughs> uh, the free trial has been extended to um level 70 and like the end of the first expansion which is quite a lot of game uh it's i'd say it's longer than most games that amount that they give you for free uh i highly suggest trying that out uh just to try it um apparently they're streamlining the uh pre-expansion content uh so it's less dog shit don't know how i got through that don't know how anyone does uh, but that sucks but apparently it sucks less now folks so it's free. Go check that out. That's fun. Uh, that it? Yep. All right. Uh, congratulations. I want to say congratulations to uh, Sam Mosher and Jacob Douglas on completing their run of Kids in College. How many episodes total do they have? 182. Oh. All right. And, so 183 uh, is our number, boys. That's what we got to get to at the very <laughs> least. They, they got uh, something else coming up, Jake? Uh, they do. I'm not going to obviously Don't. spoil that for Don't them. Don't spoil but, uh, it. What I will say is uh, they they like to call me the enemy of the, I guess they're now done podcast, and that hurts sometimes, guys. Why are you I'm the not, enemy? They, they, don't, I, they don't like my take on Citizen Kane. They don't like my <laughs> Spirited Away take. Um, there's a lot of takes that apparently upset them, so I am occasionally their enemy. And so I guess you're why I it ended. ended. Yeah, I ended, <laughs> I ended as an enemy, so I guess that's a, a win in the evil book. All right. Uh, have a good week, everybody. Be kind to each other. We'll see you next week. Uh, try to try to find time for yourself. You know, don't don't work yourself to death, but try to be productive as well. Have a good week.